and welcome to episode two of News of the Nerd, the podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, comic books, and anything else remotely nerdy. I am Jason, and I am here with my brother slash co-host, Ben. Hello. And so today we're going to finish our D23 recap. Uh, we're going to be covering Lucasfilm and Marvel. We're on to the big ones now. The big boys. Yeah, but before any of that, we've got a little bit of news uh, that's broke since since last week. Uh, so the first one, which is probably the biggest, is the GTA leak. Have you seen this? Yeah, so I know that since this actually happened, uh, Rockstar has actually blocked all replies on social media. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they've blocked all replies to their media posts following the hack that they had. They've been trying to take everything down. Obviously, it's you know impossible on the internet these days, but they've at least made it more difficult to find find the leaked content so i think basically what happened is someone someone has infiltrated the network from what i can see i don't think it's an internal hack and has posted around 90 different videos and images from grand theft auto 6 which is still in early early development like i I wouldn't be expecting this game this year or next. I mean, obviously not this year, but I think you're looking at 2024 earliest. Yeah, I think they've said 2024 to 2025 is kind of the gap they've given us. It's only in like its second year of development. Um, I think what they've released is a lot of source code videos um, and the actual development videos people that are seeing these videos as well it comes it really shows what people think straight away as soon as they see these videos and people are like oh my god as if as, as if this has been in development for half of my life well actually no it's been in development for two years you don't expect they finish one game and straight away they're just like on to the next one let's do it no they've been busy remaking gta 5 for every fun. console it's that's come out fun. since <laughs> yeah I, I haven't seen a lot of this, and to be honest, I've not really gone out of my way to look for it because because I know it's not going to be representative of the final product. But one video I did see that popped up on my Twitter was the inside of a car. It was it was customization of your car, and the level of customization looked insane. I've not seen that one. The only one I've seen is. Um... They're in a, I think it's like a cafe or restaurant and they're robbing the place. And and everyone's just commenting about this new female character because I think, is it probably the first time we've had a, a serious main female character? In the 3D era of GTA games. Yeah. I think um, there was in the old, um, in the old top-down view games, but it didn't really matter because we were just a, basically a square on the screen. Just a pixel. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I know that everyone has been commenting on this and saying, oh my god, the main character's so fit, and I was like this, and is that what you're interested in? She's robbing the place, and you're just there like, do you know what? I'd take this woman on a date. 
Now, I do think it's about time that they had a, a playable female character in GTA. No, absolutely. The only time that you've been able to be a female is on GTA Online. And most people yes. choose female. Probably for the wrong reasons, but they do. I don't know if that's true. I think there's a, a I mean, fairly running around on GTA mix. Online, you run into a lot of female characters. Yeah, I mean, there's also a good chance that they are women, like women play these games too. Yeah, I know, but I, the reason I chose a woman is because they have so much better options for clothing. <laughs> That's the reason I chose it. There's like six shops for women's clothes and about three for men's. There's in gaming news, There's it's not about the game specifically, but obviously there has been a statement released by the Microsoft CEO who said he's very confident that the Activision Blizzard acquisition will go through and actually intended to throw shade at Sony. But let's be honest, if you were Microsoft, I mean, I'm on a PC and I'm quite pissed off about the fact that Sony have allowed people to have a free weekend of Modern Warfare 2 on the beta before the actual release of the game they've gone do you know what you're trying to take activision blizzard away from us everyone who's on playstation can have a free weekend of playing the game don't need to buy the game just download the game you can play it for the weekend which is massive because there's so much new stuff to come out in this and i feel like we should probably talk about modern warfare 2 i know you you're not into that too much i know you played no, the multiplayer a little bit in time i've 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 fallen out with with Call of Duty, uh, but so like Modern Warfare Two came out years ago. Is this a new Modern yes, Warfare so Two? Modern Warfare came out years ago, and so did Modern Warfare Two. They remade Modern Warfare. The mod, yep. the newest Modern Warfare, the campaign of the remake is probably one of the best campaigns I've ever played. It is a great campaign, and I always play the campaign first because I feel like it really shows what the game is. That's when we soap in it. I remember playing that on the yeah. uh, PS3. Um, so they're doing Modern Warfare 2 now, it's come out, they've changed a lot of things, um, and they're also bringing out Modern Warfare 2, uh, sorry, Warzone 2 in November, which is going to be really good because Warzone has got, got its, it's very taxing to play now. It's still a good game, it's just very taxing, and they've kind of, they made a new big map, and they made a new smaller map, and the two maps are just nothing compared to the two that we started with. Um, and they've changed a lot of mechanics on it. So do you know how um, exactly in Fortnite and things where the gas shrinks in a circle? Yeah. So one mechanic that they've added, and I think this is really good and it's going to change gameplay a lot, is what they've done is the circle shrinks and it shrinks and then it can actually split off itself. So it's using like AI to determine when to do it. And it splits off into like three circles in different parts of the map. So you've got to get to those, and then those three circles will get smaller and then converge. Okay. So that's I think cool. it's going to force a lot of mini battles rather than people camping and things like that. They've added a few more mechanics to Modern Warfare 2, so you can actually mantle now. Um, so you can actually like hang on a on a wall and peek over with your gun, which is quite cool, and I think is really good. They've added a lot of new things. So they've added like de uh, deployable blow-up dummies. Um, so you pop like a thing down and as soon as someone walks towards it, it pops up, scares the shit out of them. Um, blow up dolls. Yeah, basically. The exploding uh, blow up dolls them, like on Only Fools and Horses. A little bit, a little bit. They've removed slide cancelling. So you have to complete a slide, which I don't know how how well that's going to work in terms of that. 
they've uh, increased the sound of footsteps and things like that. There's also um, proximity chat in Modern Warfare 2 and War Warzone 2, which could be quite fun and quite funny. Um, but one of the things I've seen, and it's a new lethal piece of equipment. So what you can do, so do you know if you're on a map that you know someone always camps in this upstairs room in the corner? Yeah. You can go downstairs, throw this grenade at the roof where they normally camp, and it actually shoots it through. So it's like a charge, and it goes through and it explodes upwards. There's also CCTV. If you're on your team, you can actually punch into their CCTV. So if you and a friend are on in your team, you throw two CCTV each. What either one of you can tune into all four, rather than just your two. Um, but I think it's there's some very interesting mechanics there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I said, I, I fell out a bit with Call of Duty. I, I played the original Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, so much when that came out. I I used to just play free-for-alls, and if I if I got less than a second place, I was gutted that I, I would win most most of my free-for-alls. And But that's because I was playing it every day, and it was the only game I was playing, and I was putting serious hours into it. But then I... I stopped playing it as much, and then I came back to another Call of Duty game, and I'd just not World got... World War Two. I can't remember which one it was, but it was just like, like I'd just lost it, and I don't, I don't feel like I have the time to put into a game to get that good again. Nor do I really want to, because it is a bit repetitive. Um, I prefer these days, I, I don't do all that much online gaming. If I do, it's co-op online with friends. But I don't play competitive online gaming, really. Um, this bit of news is a bit more up my street. So this is Motive Studio, which is uh, an EA subsidiary. Yes. Uh, tweeted this week that they are collaborating with Marvel Games on an all-new single-player Action adventure Iron Man game. Third person as well. Yeah, I have heard that. So this is still in early development, it says, but I think this has got real potential. Iron Man has always felt like a character that could have a really good game. There was an Iron Man game. It came out, I think, around the time of the first Iron Man film, and it wasn't great. It was cool, though. I think I remember playing it, and it was really cool, like flying around as Iron Man. It's a cool concept to build on. That's the thing. I do wonder what you know, what kind of enemies you'll be fighting in it, because it it doesn't feel like you know, on Spider Man, you can swing around New York and take out muggers. It feels like Iron Man doing that is a bit overkill. So we'll see where that goes. Anyway, is he just going to be flying off to like Afghanistan every every couple of minutes and just being like, no? Well, I did wonder that. Because that first Iron Man game is very, you know, him going, taking out terrorists and yeah. fighting the, the Ten Rings. That could be a way to go. And I think that Iron Man's... Iron, I said it before, Iron Man is probably one of the superheroes that kind of got me into nerddom. And it kicked off the MCU, so I think a lot of people... Yeah will will have that film as uh you know a defining moment in their in their introduction to superheroes or or to superhero films yeah 
no, definitely. And the new style of superhero films, the the MCU style, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. each film still, even though they're all very different, they still keep with that same style. Um, so I think it will be cool. The poster that they released is sexy, I think, because it's it's a square it's a square lie. That's cool. The chest piece. Yeah, the chest piece is square. His armor looks very. It looks kind of clunky. It looks. Yeah. It looks. It looks box like. Like it's. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Harsh angles on there. And one of the big things about Iron Man is the fact that he was just building suits all the time. If you could customize your suit. I think there's a good chance you'll be able to customize your suit. Yeah, and it's single player. They've not said if it's going to be open world, but I feel like most games nowadays have an aspect of open world. Yeah, and like I said, even if it's not a fully open world map, it might be that you that that you've got a you've got a New York map, and you've got a, a a map that's in the Middle East, and you've got another map that's Wakanda. So that could be cool. So Motive Studio that's making this. Uh, the three games that they've got on their resume so far, I haven't played. Star Wars Battlefront 2, Star Wars Squadrons, so they're both online games. Uh, I haven't played either. Squadrons looks really cool. Battlefront 2 uh, isn't, it's, again, it's not my kind of thing. Battlefront 2 is a real. it is a really good game. I think the reason I... I, pl- I I have played it quite a bit, but I never got hooked. And I think the reason is, when I first played Battlefront 2, the original, was like when growing up, and Battlefront 2 was great. Like, it was so good. And I think they've obviously changed it a little bit, but it is a great game. The development of the game is really good. Um, Like, movement and everything in that game is really good. Squadrons I've not played, but I have seen, and it, that looks really good as well. The third is a Guardians of the Galaxy. What, the third game that they made? Yeah. No, no, it well, it's not out yet. It's Dead Space. It's a remake of the original Dead Space. Okay, because I know the team is actually led by Oliver Pools. Um, probably saying that wrong. Um, but he worked on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's leading the team that's running this, making this game. Which I haven't played, but I intend to at some point. I've heard good things yeah. about it. Yeah, me too. I just, I think I didn't start playing it because of, I wanted the Avengers game to be so good and I wanted to, but then obviously all the things coming back about it and people were disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. There was so much opportunity to make a perfect game with that as well. There was, it was disappointing. So let's move on to, we've got a little bit of TV news. Uh, So... The Doctor Who Centenary Special, which has confused me for a long time why it's been called the Centenary Special, because it has not been 100 years of Doctor Who, but I've discovered it's because uh, next month is 100 years of the BBC. So for the BBC Centenary, there's a special episode of Doctor Who, it's going to be Jodie Whittaker's last episode, and they've released the title, and it's really bland it's called the legend of the sea devils no it's called the power of the doctor 
Legend of the Sea Devils was months was ago, the, Ben. Uh, was that the last one? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's called The Power of the Doctor, which it dis- disappointingly gives away nothing. But what we do know about it is Isn't a couple of idea? a couple of classic companions are back, uh, which are Tegan and Ace. And I don't know a lot about Classic Doctor Who. I've seen some of it, but not a lot of it. But I do know that Ace is quite highly regarded among the companions. Uh, we've also got the Master back, again being played by Sasha Darwin. If that's how you pronounce his name, apologies if I've got that wrong. I thought his Master was really good. Much like Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, I think she's great. The writing, unfortunately, has been subpar. Yeah, I think that's been the issue, is the writing rather than the cast. And presumably the end of this episode is when Jodie Whittaker's Doctor will regenerate into uh, Shooty Gatwa, who I'm really looking yeah. forward to seeing in the role. Me too, and I think it'll it'll bring something very different to the role, um, and I think he'll be really good, because he's a really good actor, I really enjoyed him in Sex Education. Yeah, yeah, he was great. I think he will. He will. I don't think he was meant to be such a forefront to that show, but really did make that show. A lot of his lines were just some of the most memorable. Uh, so I'm excited about it. Obviously, there's the whole backlash on that one as well, which is just stupid. Yeah, we could. We can't go into the backlash about everything because there's always a backlash about something, isn't there? And next year as well for Doctor Who's 60th anniversary. We've obviously yes. got the special with David Tennant and Catherine Tate returning, who are my favourite Doctor companion pairing. The Doctor Donna. The Doctor Donna. You can't beat the Doctor Donna. That episode was so good. That was probably one of the best Doctor Who episodes ever. Literally all the companions and just... I think that just it brought my my childhood together. And Donna acting as the Doctor, and with the mannerisms and David and Tennant acting as Donna. It was great. It was. It was perfect. A bit of movie news that I wasn't expecting was that Keanu Reeves is returning to the world of Constantine. Constantine Two, starring Keanu Reeves. I was not expecting this. I know that in a lot of interviews, like, he was on Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Fallon asked him, what character would you most like to play again? And his answer was John Constantine. Constantine. Well, I never thought... Constantine. Well, I never (laughs) thought it would happen. Let me do that again. No, no, it's fine. I've been calling him Constantine for years, because that's what it looks like it should say, until I recently saw... Isn't it the Constantine Empire as well? That's why that's Maybe. why I got the link. I recently saw Neil Gaiman on Twitter posting some comic book panels where it clearly specifies the pronunciation is Constantine, not Constantine. So no, it is it is definitely Constantine. But yeah, I like I wasn't partic- this isn't something I particularly wanted, but then when I saw it was happening I thought, yeah, this is now is the time to do it, and this explains as well maybe why they didn't use John 
in uh, in the Netflix Sandman show that they did recently, and they used Joanna Constantine instead. Yeah. Because they had plans for John, and they didn't want to muddy the waters. But if anything, I think Keanu Reeves is more suited now to play in this character than he was when he did the original. Uh, so all we know about it so far is that Keanu Reeves is returning, and so is director Francis Lawrence, who, as well as the original Constantine, directed Red Sparrow and I Am Legend. Both great films. I, I wouldn't call I Am Legend a great film. I would say it's a fine film. And there's just in other movie news, and it's not a new movie, but obviously Avatar's been re-released in cinemas. It has. Have you been to see it? Obviously anticipating the new Avatar movie. No, I haven't. But Has anyone been to see it? Yes, (laughs) because it's actually made 877,000 in one day. That's crazy. I did not think anyone would be going back to the cinema to see that. No, on its initial box office date, mate. 877k which i think is quite impressive and it does show how visually amazing that's that movie is obviously i'm going on holiday so i can't but i would go watch that just because on the cinema screen that movie is just beautiful to watch yeah it's probably one of the most aesthetically pleasing movies that's been made which is why i think i have such high hopes for avatar 2 and it was it was one of the first films in in that new round of 3D films that we did a while back. I know they still do 3D films, but they don't make as big of a thing about it as they did at one point. But that film, the 3D on that, made me think, oh, 3D from now on is going to be brilliant. And nothing apart from maybe Life of Pi has lived up to that. Life of Pi was brilliant at the cinema that as well in 3D. Film as well. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Avatar 2. I know it's called Hate on Avatar now. And people have spent like the last five years talking about how no one talks about it. I think it's just become become kind of cool to hate. It got it got too popular, it made too much money, and there's always a backlash with, with things like that. Yeah. But yeah, the, the 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 film's great. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else they do. I have seen an interview with James Cameron recently where he said he thinks he might have waited too long to do Avatar 2. To which I say, no shit. Like, this film has been coming for so long. Yeah, def- no, definitely. And I hope that doesn't put people off returning to, to this world. I hope it does well. Me too, and I'm quite interested in the story that, it, that it's going to be. So, the other thing I wanted to talk about just briefly, I know you haven't seen it, but last week I went to see Clerks 3. Uh, have you seen the first two Clerks films? I believe you forced me to when I was younger. Possibly. Which I'm not ba- I'm not mad about, because it's funny. And it's great. I still prefer more rats. Never give anything to Clerks, because more rats. And the scene where he falls into the dressing room. And as a child, that made me the happiest I'd ever been as a child. Mallrats introduced the world to Stanley. Like until Mallrats, Stanley was you know he Stanley was known amongst comic book nerds. Mallrats put him on the big screen for the first time, 
all those Stan Lee cameos are piggybacking off his cameo in Mallrats. Well, it's not even a cameo in Mallrats. He's a, he's a character. It's a part. But no, so Clerks 1 was Kevin Smith's first ever film. And it's kind of got that film school vibe to it. It is a great film. But you can... I think you, you can tell, you know, he's learning his craft. And there's nothing wrong with that. Clerks 2, I think, has a much broader appeal. It's arguably funnier than Clerks 1, but might be my least favourite of the three. Clerks 3, no spoilers, is a very good film, and I'm so glad, because I was nervous that modern-day Kevin Smith could not deliver a Clerks film. Not that, like, I love Kevin Smith. I'm more of a fan of earlier Kevin Smith films and modern-day Kevin Smith pop culture icon. Kevin Smith's podcast is e- great. Exactly. I love his enthusiasm on all the nerdy shit. He's king of the nerds. He gets completely engrossed by it. When we're watching the the Disney Plus shows and thinking, oh, that don't quite work, I wish that had been better. He's just taking in everything that he loves that he's read in comics and seeing it on the screen and feeling grateful that he gets to. And I kind of love that. It's, it's like a childlike innocence. Uh, but yet, Clerks 3 is a. It is funny and it is emotional. It is so much more emotional than I was expecting. It's a very personal story for Kevin Smith. Uh, anyone who, who listens to any of his podcasts or anything will know that he suffered a heart attack a couple of years ago and has a new outlook on life, I believe, because of it. And this film is very much about that. It's about that and it's about relationships it's about the people in your life and it it is a properly moving and touching film at the same time having that kevin smith humor alongside it i'm so glad i got to go and see it at the cinema it's not got a huge release i'm just i'm fortunate that one of our local cinemas did have showings and I'm looking forward to seeing what Kevin Smith does next now. After Jay and Silent Bob reboot, I wasn't quite so sure. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next, which is apparently going to be Tusk 2, which is an absolutely insane choice. But I do kind of love that he's now just making films for himself. He's making the films he wants to make, regardless of how commercially viable they are. Yeah, no, I get that. He's making Tusk 2. The first Tusk film, if you don't know, is about a man being turned into a walrus. And I believe he has said that his sequel will be called Tusks, in the same vein as Alien to Aliens. Okay. So that's my quick spoiler-free thoughts on Clerks 3 anyway. So I think, is that about it for, do we have anything else we need to talk about before we get into uh, the... Lucasfilm and Marvel D23 announcements. No, the only other thing I had in terms of like technology, Twitch are have announced that this, they are banning slots and roulettes and dice games. I've seen that. Um, which could be quite interesting because there is quite a lot on there. Uh, and it does tend to have quite a big following as well. That's crazy. And then the only other thing I had, and I think this is great, I don't play FIFA much, but Ted Lasso's character joins FIFA 23. Ted Lasso, the character of Ted Lasso from the TV show of Ted Lasso. Yes, correct. 
I haven't seen it. I've heard very good things about it. I have. I want to watch it, but I think it's great that FIFA, and I think it's the first time FIFA have added a fictional character into the game. Games used to do this all the time. Do you remember in one of the Tony Hawk's games you could play as Spider-Man and you could play as Darth Maul? They don't do that anymore. No, but I think it's great that they've added Ted Lasso and apparently he's got a lot of quite action kind of things that are true to the film. You know, I realise I've just said they don't do that anymore while Fortnite is the biggest game in the world and does that all the fucking time. (laughs) It does it too much. It does. It really does. Way too much. It is. I'm not a Fortnite player, but I do find it I do find it funny when I see clips online of, you know, Spider-Man fighting Naruto and Rick Sanchez all in one game. <laughs> the only thing I've else I've got to add is science. I feel like science is quite nerdy. I like science. I think it's cool and it is nerdy. Do you know the James Webb Telescope? The new one takes great digital photos. And... Yeah, it's just like it, it's it's an upgrade on the Hubble, isn't it? Yeah, and it can zoom in a lot more. Like they've taken much further photos, and it's actually helped a massive understanding. Well, it's actually taken a photo of a ringed Neptune. Neptune has a ring. I don't know who he's getting married to, but Neptune has a ring. And the photo, just genuinely have a look at the photo if you're into like science, physics, that sort of thing, because it is a really cool photo. I'll look it up. That sounds cool. In terms of science, the the only other thing is, and I don't know if you heard this, it was probably a couple of weeks ago as well, is that the rover that they landed on Mars actually was able to create oxygen on Mars, and it did this through uh, CO2, like a tree does, takes in CO2 and releases oxygen. It did that on Mars, which it's such a tiny thing and a tiny amount of oxygen at the minute, but it kind of starts paving the way for the fact that an atmosphere can be created on Mars, which I think is really cool because I'd live on Mars. I mean, you can grow potatoes on Mars, according to uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon says you can grow potatoes, so if you can grow potatoes you can live there. Yeah, cool. But I just think it's really cool that we're able to create oxygen on a on Mars, which has no oxygen. It is. It is, and it might be a tiny first step, but that's how these things start, isn't it? Tiny steps, and then we get to things massive, like the sort of things that we have now. We are doing a podcast. How unspeakable was that 15 years ago? Without the internet, being able to access a podcast at any time, videoing yourself, posting it all over the internet, things like that, it's unheard of. So even though we're creating a little bit of oxygen now, 10, 15 years, what are we going to be achieving? Yeah. That was very intellectual for me. I'm proud of myself for that. Okay, shall we get back to pop culture stuff? Let's get back (laughs) to pop culture. Okay, so we'll take a short break and then we'll come back and we will go through the Lucasfilm and Disney announcements from D23. Lucasfilm. You know what I thought was the most interesting thing from Lucasfilm? 
Are you going to say Willow? I'm going to say, yeah. I've never seen Willow. I've never seen the original I've Willow. I've never seen the original. And watching the trailer for this new... This is a, a series, not a film. Uh, so the new Willow series makes me want to watch the original Willow because it looks really good. A lot of people I know have said, like, that Willow's grey and, like, they watched it when they were kids and it's amazing. Um, so I want to watch it before I watch that because I feel like there's going to be a lot of references to the old films because there always is, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, um, and this so is th- this is a sequel. Exactly. So I feel like we should watch it. But in my... So that's second in my list, so we'll go to that first. And obviously, it's as I said, it's going to be a Disney Plus series. There's not really much about that. Obviously, Warwick Davis. I love Warwick Davis. Yeah, it's good to see him back acting rather than uh, hosting really, really mediocre TV quizzes. <laughs> Or being an idiot abroad. I mean, it it was great on that. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant in that. So next, I've got and and uh, of all the Star Wars things, I think Andor is the one that I'm most looking forward to. A lot of people are saying that. It's I mean, because he 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 did make a really big impression in Rogue One. Rogue One was great. Rogue One it was was great. Was a really a really good, and you know what? Possibly the best Star Wars universe film that uh that disney have done yeah um not people like a lot of people like solo i thought it was quite good i like solo solo was fine there was was nothing wrong with solo uh they i think they they cocked up on the marketing for solo and also they i think people were just getting a bit of star wars fatigue by then because they'd committed to releasing a Star Wars film every year, and Star Wars didn't feel special anymore. Whereas now we've not had Star Wars yeah. since. If it, if Solo was released now, it would have probably done better than when it was when it was released. We had Kenobi, and I think Kenobi. It's been a big enough break for people to go, okay, I need more Star Wars now. Like Kenobi was amazing. Like was it though? Shut up. Shut your mouth. Kenobi was great. It was amazing. It was nostalgia. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was hello there. It was amazing. So shut your mouth. Him him saying a famous line from the original films doesn't suddenly make it good. It made my life, okay? I think that's one of the big things, is that it's a free episode premiere. Yeah, we're getting... I wonder how, how long is the series altogether? Have they announced... That's going to be three episodes uh, next next Wednesday, the 21st. Yep. So September 21st, Disney Plus, three episodes straight out. And it, it looks great. It looks like Star Wars outside of Star Wars, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I li- my big thing, I'd like anything with a lightsaber, I'm like, yes, <laughs> give us lightsabers. Um,. But I do like the outside of that side. Yeah, but there's there's got to be a lot of that world that's interesting other than Jedi's. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it does look incredible. The next one is Star Wars The Bad Batch. I've not actually watched the first season yet. I've not watched The Bad Batch and I probably won't. You know what? I've not watched any animated Star Wars apart from that uh, that series that we did recently that was uh, all different all different animation studios. That was quite cool. 
But now I've not watched I've not watched Rebels. Hulk, I've not watched Clone Wars. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was called. Tales from the Stars Wars. Oh, it's uh, the next one because they were talking about it as well. That's coming out. It's similar. Yeah, I, can't, I saw I can't that. I saw that is. they're doing another. They're doing a, a, a series, another series of shorts, aren't they? But these look more linked to. These look incredible, and it's. I'm so excited to watch these. Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. That's... So it it goes on about it's like one of them is Count Dooku before he became Count Dooku, and basically him and his because obviously Qui Gon Jinn was his Padawan. So it's going through all of that, and I think that's going to be really good. I'd I'd like more Qui Gon Jinn in Star Wars. Like you know, he he got one film basically. Well, he's spoilers alert. He's at the end of Kenobi. So... I mean, yeah, but not not no, doing that anything. Might, that that might mean that he's a bit more involved next season. Do you think we're doing another season of Kenobi? They are. They've got to be. I don't think they do. They are. They've got to be. I hope so. Because um, I liked it. Then, next, and I think this is probably something that most people are most excited for. Is this Mando? No. Surely that's what most people are most well, excited yeah, for. Because but... Mandalorian's... I mean, like Beam. the new thing that people are most excited for, it's Ahsoka. Okay. Uh, a lot of people I know are very excited for it. Um, so the people in attendance were given a, 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 given early in pre in production images from it. So they haven't been, they wasn't given a trailer yet, but it's an upcoming Disney series that is set to arrive in twenty twenty three. Uh, we haven't been given a date yet, but I am excited for that because I like the character. Uh, the character was great in, obviously, Mandalorian and in... Was, she in, Bob, was she in Boba a Fett? Little, a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because... When, he, when, he, when he went off. Um, yeah. So she were in that, and I, I, I think it's a good character. Uh, another one in production is Skeleton, Skeleton Crew. That's going to be set in the New Republic time frame. Um, so between episode six and episode seven. Yep. And obviously, uh, John Favreau's um, helped with that as well as John Watts. Um, and Jude Law's in it as well. Jude Law's doing a lot at the minute, isn't he? Yeah. Has, has Jude Law done any Star Wars before? No, um, he was on there and he was like, I'm so excited to finally be in this universe. Uh, but he's the Skeleton actually... Crew, I, yeah, I've heard about this one, actually. This is the one that I think is meant to be the Star Wars Stranger Things. This is a group of kids finding a spaceship, isn't it? Uh, I believe so, Like yeah. A group of kids find a TIE fighter or something. Uh, I think it's like a big ship. But they find. So yeah, that that's all I've heard about it. That's what I know. Centers around a group of children lost in space. Uh, so I think that'd be good. And then obviously the big one is the Mandalorian season. When three. you said that, I really just wanted to go pigs in space. <laughs> and now I've done it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Mandalorian. Mandalor Mandalorian's good. Um. The, the 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 new trailer, uh, you know, it didn't it didn't blow me away, uh, but I'm sure it'll it'll 
I f- I don't its... think it was meant to too much. It was, you know what? It was more like there's more Mandalorian coming. Like, yeah, yeah. all right, I'll watch it. Do you know? I, I think that's what it was meant to be because it's yeah. season three now. Everyone that's watched the Mandalorian knows how good the Mandalorian is. They don't need to bring out a trailer that's gonna like prove how good it is. They just need to be like, oi, by the way, yeah, more Mandalorian, and everyone's just gonna be like, yes, more Grogu, obviously. So. Yeah, we were never going to let that, that cash cow go. They sell no. way too many Grogu plushies for that. Uh, when you're talking about Grogu plushies, it's not a plushie, but I'm just going to quickly show off. <laughs> Cause I've, have, you, have you seen Funko Pops? No, I've, I've never heard of Funko Pops. Have you ever bought any? Uh, no, I haven't bought any because I think they're just a, a the ugliest, blandest looking things. Look, it's so Boba yeah. Fett. But you that. know what? That is one of the few Funko, Funko Pops where you can tell what it's meant to be because it's got a big Boba Fett helmet on it. It's what you can tell. You can tell what it's meant to be. It doesn't look like those Funko Pops that you see that are just like you look at it and think that could be anyone. And there are definitely some like that. I've seen a lot in shops where, you know, if you didn't look at the name on the box, you wouldn't know. Then I think another the big one that people probably weren't expecting until it got announced a little bit ago um, is Indiana Jones 5. We've been talking about doing Indiana Jones 5 for a long time. Yeah, but no, I don't think anyone actually expected that they were going to do it. And it arrives June 30th. I think they've been talking about Indiana Jones 5 since, because I think they wanted Indiana Jones 4 to kickstart the franchise again. And then it, 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 was, it was bad. It was bad. It was really it, bad. It, that was a bad film. Um, but now it's... Um, and they were shown a clip in the thing where it was the com- comical Indiana Jones tries to whip a load of enemies and they just start shooting at him. And it's like... <laughs> So, but that's, we've not really got much about that. Apart from it stars Harrison Ford and Phoebe Wallerbridge. Um, but Harrison Ford himself said it's a good, it's like great. And that comes down to Phoebe Wallerbridge a lot of it. Well, well, of course he said it were great. Imagine Harrison Ford coming on stage at D23 and going, I won't bother. I won't bother watching this. It's a right load of shites. <laughs> it's just like, just don't, it's, it's worse. It's worse than Crystal Skull. So, do we know um, what role? What is Phoebe Waller-Bridge a friend? Is she an antagonist? Is she a Nazi? There's always Nazis in these films, isn't there? <laughs> uh, but no, we don't know what she is yet. Um, and then they've got a uh, Young Jedi Adventures coming out, which it just it seems like a bit more of a for kids thing. Yeah. Um, like I will show you the picture of it, and it 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 looks like a kind of a kids show. Yeah, um, possibly. Sort of thing. That's fine. Kids, kids can have their Star Wars but too. Get kids into Star Wars. It's not a bad thing. No, no, not at all. Anyway, I think that's about it for Lucasfilm, isn't it? Should we move on to Marvel now? Do you want to start this one off? Yeah. So, uh, what what we're starting with? Uh, what's what's first? Secret oh, Invasion. First, off, first oh, on my list in is fact, no, Black Panther. So wait, wait, wait. The first thing we've got coming: Werewolf by Night. Um, yeah, and it looks it looks 
great. Like, I really hope that that trailer is indicative of the actual show itself. I hope that like it's like it's all black and white. I hope it's black and white. I hope it's got that grainy filter over it. I hope, you know, if it it looks it looks suitably cheesy. Yeah. While also being no. quite quite scary. Man fingers in there, that looks great. Um it is Man Thing, isn't it? Man Thing is Marvel's one. Swamp Thing is DC's one, I think. Yeah. I think Swamp Thing kinda wins on that one, but I don't know, because Man Thing's got like a trunk. Oh, is it? Is, is, it, is, it a, is it a trunk? Yeah, he's got a Ten, trunk. He's got tendrils. He's got a trunk on his. It's on his face. It's, got, it's a trunk. It's tendril. Tendrils are on your face, like Davy Jones. They're ten. They're, they're tentacles. I think they're called tendrils because they're on his face. <laughs> anyway, uh, Man Thing has a trunk, and he's in this, and he's going to be sucking up water with his trunk. And I've never read him. I don't know anything about Man Thing. No, neither do but, I. I. But he looks really cool. The worst name ever is <laughs> Like, She-Hulk's here just week to week complaining about the name that she's been given is She-Hulk. How do you think Man Thing thinks? Wait, how do you think Man Thing feels? Yeah. But So, this trailer starts by saying a Marvel special presentation. Yeah, it goes very do, do, like do you 1980s think... black and white 1980s? Cinema. 1990s black and white cinema. You fucking, you Gen Zs. No, 1960s black and white, like no, alien invasion. No, go further back. Yeah, no, further. It's like a 1940s aesthetic. Oh, okay, 1940s then. It's like um, it's like the blob. It's that kind of yeah. era. And the blob, I'm going to say it was 1943. The Blob. Oh shit! No, I'm wrong. The Blob was 1958. Thank you. 1960s. So do you know what? Um, so yeah, no, I'm quite excited for it because it's the first special that they've ever done. Yeah. So I hope that these Marvel special presentations. Well, right, let's watch this one first. But I hope that they they keep doing these special presentations. I think they could be great. I wonder if that's. The banner that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special will come under. I wonder if that yeah. will be a Marvel special presentation. I've been very apprehensive about that. Why? Ever since see, ever since seeing it, I don't know. Just because, in my experience, holiday specials have always been terrible. Like that, you're just talking that, about Star Wars, aren't you? No, no. So just ones that aren't. So do you know when it's a normal ser- rolling yeah. series and the happen. The ta- it happens to be Christmas in the episode. It's not so much a, a Christmas special, but it's an yeah. episode that's at Christmas, so there's a lot of stuff in. They're fine, but when it's like actual Christmas Christmas specials that have gone out the way to do a Christmas special, I always feel that they just fall short. Some of the best episodes of Doctor Who are Christmas specials. Okay, forgetting Doctor Who, apart from Doctor Who, like Scooby-Doo Christmas specials were terrible. Um, <laughs> that's the first thing that popped into my head. What? Like, um, that? What? <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. The Doctor Who Christmas specials, yeah, tied into the actual series. Like, if you didn't watch that Christmas special and you watched the episode before and the episode after, you'd be a little bit lost. Do you know what I mean? Right. 
But Christmas specials that just do a Christmas special that's got nothing to do with the series um, or anything like that just always tend to be crap that I've watched. But you can't think of an example apart from Scooby-Doo. No, because you're putting me on the spot, okay? (laughs) You need to be able to back up your claims, Ben. (laughs) Uh, The Garfield Christmas special, that was terrible. What? It was. Is this a Garfield movie? Uh, No, it was just a Christmas special. Are you just Googling these? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what I've remembered. Um, (laughs) Because you put me on the spot, I can't think. But do you know what I mean? Like, when they've got nothing to do with the series or anything like that, and they're just separate. Maybe it's just because around Christmas, I'm just like, I just don't want another Christmas special. Maybe I just turn into the Grinch when I see loads of Christmas specials coming. Um, but I tend to skip those episodes when I'm watching a series. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, but why are you are you happy about the Guardians Christmas special? I mean, yeah, James Gunn's done a great job with the Guardians. Is uh, is uh, had a bit of a break from it? Uh, you know, he got fired and then rehired, and in the meantime, I feel like he did terrib- I feel like the Guardians just didn't work in Love and Thunder. It, well, you know, Taika Waititi wasn't interested in, in in using them really, was he? It was just it was lumbered with them from the end of Endgame. But yeah, James Gunn's done a great job with the Guardians so far. Guardians one was possibly, you know, my be- the the best Marvel film, my my favourite Marvel film. It is it is one of, up yeah. there. It's really good. Guardians two isn't as good, but it's still it's alright. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, he's been off working with DC. He's done the Suicide Squad, which I really enjoyed. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what he does with Guardians next. So after that, we've got Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yeah, very excited for that. Uh, Ryan Coogler's a great director. The trailer made it look so good. Like I yeah. The trailer was done so well. I've watched that trailer over and over. Um, <laughs> just trying to pick gives it gives me goosebumps. Just... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have gone through like pausing it on each shot, seeing what I could see. Uh, I, I, I didn't really like like the first few times. There's, you, you see, you, you see a birth, and I thought it was you know just some Wakandan ritual, but then I noticed on like the third viewing that. He's got little wings on his feet, and it's the birth of Namor. Yeah, uh, in the water. Yeah. So they have told us more from D23 that the film's going to focus on how the rest of the world is now trying to get at Wakanda's resources while they're weak. Okay. I think, like, in the trailer, you see, obviously, the white parade, and I think it's obvious that that's going to be the funeral. Looks like a funeral, yeah. And I think that from the looks of it, I think they're going to do Chadwick Boseman justice on that. Like it looks like they're going to go all out on that on that on those scenes. And I think they like when I watched that, it would give me goosebumps with that. Like because they've got the mural on the building, um, and I think like when on the panel, the actress that plays Shuri, uh, she was like, "I just I hope my brother can watch this up there and be proud." So I think I think they are make, they are doing this film for him. Yeah. I think that might make it even better, do you know what I mean? 
because there's that much more like inspiration behind it to make it an amazing film. I wonder how much of the original script they've been able to salvage. Because, yeah. like, Ryan Coogler had he didn't a, tell anyone, did he? He got a script written for Black Panther 2, which focused on T'Challa. And then he's had to obviously throw that script out and write a brand new one, which takes into account the fact that T'Challa's not there. Uh, I, I think uh, that's, you know, a pretty momentous task to have had to, you know, rewrite the entire film. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I reckon it's probably just had to rewrite the whole thing because I, obviously you take out a main character, then you've got to completely circulate. The fact that we don't know who Black Panther's going to be, who who is your guess? Um, You know, if I were going to put money on it, I'd probably say Shuri, although that's I, I, I don't want it to be it Shuri. It seems too, too much the obvious answer. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The, like the 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 answer is, I want to be surprised by it. Yeah. Um, I'd quite like it to be Umbaku. I was just gonna say, I'd like it to be Umbaku. My thing is, obviously, he destroyed um, Killmonger destroyed all the flowers. Yeah, they'll have, so they'll, how, they'll have yeah, but how? I want to know how they're gonna do it. Like, are they gonna be like? They might not even. They might not even address it. They'll just be like, look, we've got some more flowers. Yeah, well, more oh, more no. flowers just grew here. He missed one. He missed a seed. What about what about if like one of them's like whoever's gonna be Black Panther's like mad injured, up a mountain or some stuff, and there's like just one just on a high peak, and they've got. Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. I'm I'm excited to see how they're gonna. A dove brings it and drops it in front of them. No, it'd be like a panther, wouldn't it? Like the goddess Bast herself comes down and just like and mauls them to death <laughs> it's like well, you're not being the panther <laughs> um so no i'm excited for that uh have we got a release date it's it's yeah it's this year is it not is it december yeah, no, but the yeah I'll, we will have a release date for that i will look it the up actual, the actual date black panther 2 release date is november the 11th november the 11th so yeah two months time We'll be uh, able to see that. That That's very exciting. There's also the option that it could be Nakia. Yeah, I mean, it might not only, it might, there might not be just one. There might be a few people that, well, yeah, exactly. That be Black Panthers in the film. You don't know. A family. Um, there's just flowers grow everywhere and everyone becomes Black Panther. The whole nation. I, I, I I think uh, Okoye could be a good Black Panther. Oh. I'd prefer Okoye to Shuri. Yeah, she's already got that kind of leader. Yeah. Role hasn't she? Um, but no, apparently they were shown a clip at D twenty three with a fight, including the Dora Milaje. Yep. Um, and apparently it's it was very exciting for people. Uh, Martin Freeman is obviously coming back. I like his character in it. Yeah. Uh, I he, really do. He he probably shouldn't be Black Panther. No, he he probably shouldn't. Although, That's... I said I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> Everyone's going to complain about that now. <laughs> Cancelled. Uh, but no, Everett Ross. If that's, the char- <laughs> if that's what breaks <laughs> your s- suspension of disbelief, 
but a white man is Black Panther, <laughs> and you're a racist. Honestly, no, obviously, obviously, that is different because that is always one of the comebacks of these racists. Is well, why don't we just make Black Panther a white man? Like that is clearly different when the race of the feel, character is an integral part of the character. I feel like that would just that would cause riots. Because it's it, it if if that happened, it's never gonna happen, but if that happened, it would be them catering to all these people that are getting pissed off about it. Yeah. And we we don't do that. Um we just don't. Uh, but no, I'm my choice would be Mbaku. Obviously it might be someone completely new or someone that we'd not even can't even think about. Um loads of people are saying Killmonger will come back. <laughs> But I just can't see a way that happens. There's always a way. There's always a way, but I can't imagine it. There's always, like, especially in Wakanda, there's always a way. The goddess Bass just comes and drops Killmonger back down. Well, like, I just want it, to see the goddess Bass, okay? You know, like it has it has been clearly demonstrated that there is a Wakandan afterlife that exists, um, but also you know they have they have very advanced technology. They they were like sure sure it's like we can take the gem out uh, uh Vision's head and the, and Bruce and Tony were just like that's never can be done. Yeah, exactly. So if if they want to bring Killmonger back, there will be a way. I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Killmonger turned up. Um, I think I would be surprised if they made him the Black Panther. After what happened? Um, yeah. I think, like, because bec- towards the end of the film, like, I liked the transition at the end. Do you know, once he knew it were over and, like, the way he was talking about everything and yeah. he wanted to go see the sunset and, like, that that there, because obviously um, T'Challa, just, he never let up on him. Do you know what I mean? Like, he didn't want to kill him. He killed him because he had to. And... Like, I feel like it could work. Like, bringing him back is like, obviously, he's died, and this is the man that obviously brought me to where my dad wanted to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it could, it could be quite cool. Uh, but no, yeah. we don't have long to wait. I think there's a good chance that we get a female Black Panther in the film somewhere, even if it's not the status quo at the end of the film. I think there's yeah. a good chance that we, we do see a female Black Panther. And I think a Koye would be a good choice for that. Can't be done. Just don't fit into the laws of physics. <laughs> you mean she's too tall for the suit? <laughs> she's a very tall woman. Do you know that adjustable suit? It it won't adjust that far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after that, we've got, and it's this is probably in terms of. I want you to guess what I'm going to say, but in terms of Marvel, it's okay. It's second, but it's what I one of the top two things I'm most excited about. <laughs> One of the top two things you're most yeah, excited like about. Yeah, they like joint Is, is it Secret it's... Invasion? No. Uh, what else has been announced? Thunderbolts? Nope. They've been announced Quanta- for a while. Quantumania? But... No. So my top, t- my top two are Ironheart and Fantastic Four because I think... Fantastic Four was actually what got me into superheroes and things like that. Do you know the original? Yeah. Like, because obviously that was out around the time that I was starting to watch these movies and then 
Um, obviously, Spider-Man at the same time as well. Um, but I think Fantastic Four, when I was younger, was one of my favourite movies. Um, I enjoyed Silver Surfer, but just the first Fantastic Four, I absolutely loved that film. So I'm so excited about Fantastic Four. And I think it's they've got to do that well. And it's been such a long time. Um, and now they've got the rights to do it, they need to bring that into the MCU in such a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want that to fall flat because I think there is a lot of... What's the word? A lot of room for error. Yeah, but there's a, a high expectation for it. There is. So I'm hoping they've done well. Um, but they've not really announced much more in terms of that um, outside the confirmation uh, that... Matt Shackman's going to be the director. It was rumoured that we were going to get a cast at D23. We were it going to get was. a casting announcement. They, but... they have, he has said that that will be next D23. Okay. So, so a while, a while to wait it. for that then. Yeah. Which, if, if, if they're saying we're going to get a cast at the next D23, uh, it's set to come out in 2024, so does that yeah. mean it's going to be late 2024? Or did did they give us a date last time on uh, the timelines? Because I think it was quite close in phase five, five phase six, weren't it? It, it was at the beginning toward, of phase six. Was, yeah, uh, uh, I, I, so I, I think it was just an actual date. I think it was just a year. Um, oh wait a minute! No, it was November the eighth, twenty twenty four. So it is late. So yeah. it's they've they've got time to the the amount of time they've spent. Because when did when did they start rumouring that we were getting that movie? Like two years ago? Oh, as soon as we bought Fox. As yeah, soon as we so... bought Fox rumours about that and and uh, and, and then when the they actually told started. us we were we were gonna and things like that. So as mentioning mutants, I'm hoping that we're gonna start seeing mutants. Not not specifically X Men, but they are opening it up because obviously end of uh Miss Marvel. Yep. There was the spoilers, but obviously he told her that it's not superpowers, it's a mutation. He has a mutant um, gene. So, obviously, I'm hoping that that sort of thing's going to come out. X-Men would be great, because obviously, I just the whole concept of the X-Men's great, and we just want more. <laughs> can, they, can they bring back uh, more Patrick Stewart? I think Patrick Stewart's done now. <laughs> I think <laughs> just just let him rest. Just <laughs> just let just him rest. Put him in front just of let... the fireplace and just <laughs> we we don't need to keep seeing him just, as Professor X. We don't need to just keep put, seeing just put him the as handbrake Jean-Luc on Picard. the wheelchair. Put yeah. the handbrake on the wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> just leave the guy alone. Um, but no, I liked in obviously X Men First Class. Um, what's the actor's name that played it? Uh, which one? Michael Fassbender or no. uh, James McAvoy? James McAvoy. And I, I liked him as as Professor X. I, f- I think he did it quite well. But I would I would like to see some sort of X-Men start coming. But no, the other thing I was going to say, so my top two were Fantastic Four and Ironheart. So I'm so excited for Ironheart. Obviously, it's going to be a series. Um... Uh, they've now released the villain, The Hood. Um, which is obviously going to bring more dark magic to the MCU, which isn't a bad thing, because I feel like dark magic is really fun in the MCU. Scarlet Witch, Agatha, uh, I think it was great. 
So I'm excited about that. And obviously it then brings more links into Doctor Strange as well. So I don't know a lot about the hood, but the the a technology versus magic storyline could be really interesting and could work really well. Yeah, so he was originally a petty criminal until he had an encounter with a Nisanti demon, uh, which he defeated and robbed its hood and boots, gaining the name The Hood um, and his superpowers as well, which were levitation and invisibility. Um, so they're going to be really cool aspects, I think. Um, and he also in, then formed his own crime syndicate, so maybe that's the way they're going with Ironheart, is the crime syndicate side. Possibly. Are you just reading Wikipedia? No. <laughs> and apparently they were shown a clip where she is building her own suit of iron in a MIT lab. Okay, that's interesting because... There was a bit of a Black Panther trailer that looked like she was building her suit. So, that's apparently what they'd seen uh, there, but is maybe that was repairs. Yeah. So, when are we getting Ironheart before Armour Wars? That would make sense. It would make sense. Cause, but I don't know what they're going to do with Armour Wars, because um, obviously Iron uh, Armour Wars was about Tony Stark going around and taking the suit off of everyone yeah um, but because I, no I, one I deserved think, it i think this is roadie will be taking that role but do you think that's going to be the the line of it is that he's just getting rid of everyone's suit oh attempting to yeah well uh, at least ju- at least we've got nothing to worry about justin hammer and maybe government sanctioned as well maybe he's been tasked with making sure that nobody has these dangerous Weapons, yeah, that the suits of armor are. Um, but I I am very excited for Riri Williams in Ironheart. Um, because I, I just I like I like the the background to it. Like the com in the comic, like he he Tony Stark basically gave her permission. So I'm excited to see what they do with it because obviously how Tony Stark came out in um Infinity War. Endgame and that. Um, but no, that's late 2023. I'm not sure when Armor Wars is. Uh, they start filming in 2023, so that's got 2024, in it? Or maybe like early 2025. I can't remember what it said on the timeline. I don't know, because it, it's, it's, it's not on the timeline, Armor Wars. Uh, Ironheart is fall 2023. Uh, we've got Secret Invasion in spring 2023. Yeah, I'm I'm liking the fact that Fury's going to be forefront of that. Yeah. Like, I think it's... Because it, he it is a good character. Um, and I think it's going to be exciting to see because we've not seen him in a while since we saw him working on S.W.O.R.D. And he's now the longest-running member of the MCU. Like, he was in Iron Man 1. He's the only person from Iron Man 1 that's still in these films. Pepper Potts might be in Ironheart. 
I mean, she might never be, but she's not been confirmed yet. So currently, <laughs> currently, is the longest running. He's the longest running member of the MCU, along with Maria Harks. I'm pretty sure she's in the end of it, isn't she? M- Maria Hill. Maria Hill in the background is no. She's she first in the first Avengers. Uh, okay. Um, I was glad to see Maria Hill back in the trailer for Secret Invasion. Yeah. yeah. Like um, she, she's she's been a great character, but I feel like underutilized. Yeah, they've not really given her much. No. Um, cause she, she, like she was great in the end of um, Winter Soldier. Like that whole bit, just when she's walking into the control room and she just like steps back, shoots the guy, and she's like, right, let me carry on. Yeah, she's she's a badass. And I get you got you've got to be if you're going to be Fiori's right hand woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it'd be interesting to see what they're going to do because obviously there was the the scene where it was was it end of Spider Man where it was uh, Fiore and Maria Hill, but it actually they wasn't. Were, they were both scrolls, yeah, but only Fiore yeah. has been shown to have been in space, unless Maria Hill's always been a scroll. No. Well, that that's the big question in Secret Invasion, isn't it? Who is, is going yeah. to be the surprise scroll that's always been a scroll? And I think Maria Hill is a possibility. One thing I'm excited about, uh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, to... you know what? When when she first popped up, um, cause she she said uh, it was something like it's only just beginning or something. It's words to that effect. I was like, oh, it's Tatiana Maslany. She hulks in this, and it was only on the second viewing. And I'm like, oh, it's not. It's Amelia Clark. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought she had a bit of a, a look of Jen Walters. But I'm very excited to see what she brings to the MCU. Cause she's going to be a scroll, got... surely. <laughs> well, I think any anyone who's introduced in this is a scroll. Maybe that's what they want you to think. Maybe you're a scroll. Maybe I am. What color is your blood? Uh, well, I mean, if you if you if you change, does your blood color like if you get sure, cut sure, while surely you it's still green? These are the big questions we're asking, guys. I mean, it's probably been answered like, in one of the fuck. What somewhere. movies are coming out? What color blood the scrolls have when they changed? That is the big question. Maybe maybe it's like. What's green and red mixed together? Like brown? <laughs> Maybe it's I a mix. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, um, I, Olivia Coleman, she's the scroll. Uh, Amelia Clark, she's going to be a scroll. Everyone, everyone's a scroll. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wonder, M- Maria Hill. Just that, every single person is a scroll. So the other person I was thinking could be the secret scroll has always been a scroll. Uh, big drug pull would be uh, Everett Ross. It that it could. To be fair, and I think that would be quite a big rug pull. We need to stop saying rug pull. It doesn't sound right. Um... <laughs> What's wrong with rug pull? <laughs> it just sounds so wrong. But no, I think, and he's getting a lot of screen time if he's in Secret Invasion as well. Uh, Rhodes is in Secret Invasion. 
Rhodey is in Secret Invasion. What if Rose is? What if Rhodey is a scroll? Uh, you know what? He actually died. No, Rhodey changed his face between Iron Man one and two. Shit scroll. Rhodey's a scroll. It was just a shit scroll. It was scrolling training. Imagine, imagine if that's how they they went back <laughs> and explained <laughs> why they changed actor. It <laughs> was just like he's been a scroll this whole time. Yeah, and like n- just nobody noticed. <laughs> nobody noticed that he, he his Tony, his best friend, like he, he, one of the smartest men, never noticed that he's completely changed. Like, he changed back to his scroll form and then just forgot what his face looked like. But no, I, I, I don't think I don't think they're going to make Rhodey a scroll. I don't know I really why. I really want them to now. But I don't think they're going to make <laughs> I really Rhodey want a them to. And they'll be like, yeah. And they're like, just having a conversation with the Rhodey scroll. And he's like, yeah, I just once forgot like what he actually looks like. But my, my big theory was going to be that uh, yeah, that Everett Ross has been a scroll all along, but now, now that I'm thinking about it, Maria Hill, I think, would be. I suppose. What if, shown, what, if shown... to- what if Tony Stark was a scroll and the real Tony comes back? No, Tony wasn't a scroll. But it'd bring Tony back. No, Robert Downey Jr. is not coming back until Secret Wars. Do you think he's coming back? Not permanently, but I think he'll have. I think there's a good chance he'll have a cameo in Secret Wars. Just to basically make sure that they sell billions. Secret Wars is going to be cameo extravaganza. It's and I hope they do it well. Secret Wars is going to be um, Chris Evans back as Human Torch, and like it's going to be that level. It's going to be Wesley Snipes as Blade. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be Johnny Storm Human Torch was the one. It's gonna be like what like what CW did with Crisis on Infinite Earths, but for Marvel. And then, so we've got oh Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, great title, Quantum Mania. It is a very good title. Don't know a lot about what they're doing. Uh, is Modox in this apparently? Apparently, um, it's the sequel and is directly linked to Avengers: The Kang uh, Dynasty. Kang is in the film. Kang is in the film. Um, and it also features the return of Agent Jimmy Woo. Oh, Jimmy Woo! I, 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 I love Jimmy Woo. Uh, wonder if he's got I, any more magic tricks. Now I wonder if he's a scroll. Nah. <laughs> They're like, no, it's not important enough to change into. I like Jimmy Woo's character. Like, yeah, I think he's just funny because he's just clueless. Like, he's just completely clueless. Um, and it's it's that scene in um, Ant Man and the Wasp where he's like, "I'm great with kids," and he's like explaining to Cassie. What? Why he has to keep his dad under house, her dad under house arrest, and he starts explaining it in the most convoluted way, and he's like, "Cause your dad broke the fifteen laws of the Sokovia Records," and she's just there like, "Yeah, 
I just love him as I think he's a great character and I'm glad he's coming back. So a re- speaking of Cassie, we recast Cassie. Because she's older. Well, not just because she's older, because we've recast her from Endgame. Oh, so different from the girl that was in Endgame. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's because we're going to be doing more with her because she's going to yeah. she's going to be uh, stature. Yes. Um, because there was a post a poster release, weren't there? Uh, that I don't think it is an official one. Um, but it obviously shows Ant Man, the Wasp, and then Stature. Yeah, yeah. No, so she's gonna be Stature, and it wouldn't surprise me if uh, they're they're building Young Avengers. They seem to be building Young Avengers, which I'm absolutely fine with. And I think she'd be a big part of that. Yeah, because you'd have Statue, you'd have uh, Miss Marvel, um, you'd have uh, Riri Williams. Yeah. Yeah, apparently Mo- apparently Modoc's in it, and that's great because it's just a flying head. Yeah. Like, what's not to love about Modoc? Um, and then you've got Kang. I'm excited to see what happens with Kang. Yeah, I, I, I wonder how. Obviously, Kang, plays Kang is it. blue. Kang is meant to be blue. So, so some Kangs are blue. There are lots of different versions of Kang. Well, yeah, but is he just gonna like transfer form? I was like, this is my true. Uh, or is Kang gonna turn out to be a scroll? No, no, Kang's. Are not we a sure? Are we sure? Yeah. How can we be sure? Because no, 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 he's not a scroll. It wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't. It just. It just wouldn't make sense. It'd be. It'd be a hat on a hat. It's unnecessary. Then obviously we've got armor wars, as we said, but they have said that it's going to be a six-episode series. Okay. Which I feel is quite short. That's what most of them have been, isn't it? Six episodes. No. Yeah, they've been a little bit, a little bit longer, haven't they? No, I think most have been six episodes, apart from the ones that have been half hour long, which have uh, had more. yeah. There have been nine episodes. Um, so that's exciting when we've we've said like no idea, but obviously uh Rhodey's in that and gonna turn out to be a scroll. Um Echo is a big one. I'm excited for this because I'm excited to see how they've done it because apparently the obviously the death element in it as well, and apparently they've produced it for that to come across very heavily. Yeah, and I hope they do it well. Um but the character the character didn't, you know, watching watching Hawkeye. I wasn't thinking, you know, I, I need I need to know more about this woman. I need a whole series of her. So, hopefully, they do something to, yeah. to hook me to make me care about her because right now yeah, I it, don't really. It, it it was one of those that was like uh, obviously Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin's in it though, which is quite good because I do like Kingpin. Uh, I think it's quite good because he's just solid in it really. Um, is he super powered or is he just super jacked? He 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 seemed to he seemed to have some sort of super strength, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he was taking a lot of beating. Um, does King is is Kingpin super powered in the comics? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. But then obviously we've got uh, Loki season two, which I'm very excited for because the ending of Loki just really annoyed me because I was like, what no. Like, give us more. Tell us what's actually just happened. Yeah, and that's presumably going to uh, feed quite strongly into the Kang Dynasty as well. Yeah, Ki Hu Kwan. 
is in this who was most recently seen in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah, I watched that the other day. Great film. He's meant to be uh, specifically in the role of a TVA employee. Okay. But he's, he was on the D23, so he's obviously quite, going to be quite a big character. So, obviously, Morbius is back. Yeah, we've got uh, some Morrowind Wilson. Morbius, Morbius. The, the living vampire, uh, yep. <laughs> um, and then, Daredevil. Daredevil born, born again. again. Confirmed to be eighty up to 18 episodes. I mean, that just seems mental, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? 18 episodes. It, it, it feels like too many. But is it not? Is it going to be... Are they going to go like very hard on each episode is a new case and there's just little superior bits happening here and there? I mean, maybe. Because I wouldn't mind just, that. It, it feels, it feels very, yeah. I wouldn't mind but that like, though. No, it, no TV shows are eighteen episodes per series anymore. Like they used to. Ameri- a lot of American shows used to be, you know, 21, 23 episodes a series. But Walking Dead still is. That's pretty unheard of now. Apart from like. You know, maybe these shite sitcoms that get churned out, but for decent TV, that seems very long. So it does. Hopefully, and it we do it just. Be... I think one of the biggest issues with the the Netflix Daredevil shows, all all the Netflix Marvel shows, was that there were too many episodes, and it was it was too dragged out. Like they didn't, they they could have. They could have done it in half the episode. I think eight episodes would have been fine for those Netflix shows, and I've, that that would have been my preference for this. But we'll wait and see what we do. And then we've got Captain America: New World Order. Yes. Which obviously unveiled uh, their villain, the leader. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, um, uh, after the initial appearance in 2008 in The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, like, I, I I bet he was never expecting to get that call, was he? Tim Blake Nelson. To, co- no. to come back to the MCU after all this time. I know. So I was expecting him to turn up in She-Hulk at some point, and maybe he still will. Maybe we'll get a little tease of him. Maybe that's why they've announced it already. Because we're about to we're about to reveal yeah. him in She Hulk, maybe, and then obviously uh, we've got Isaiah uh, Carl Lumbly as Isaiah Bradley, the first original Super Soldier. Is he back? Yeah. Oh, surprising! Bit... Quite quite a large role as well. He okay. was on the panel. He he came out on stage. Wow. Okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think that could be quite good. Yeah, because I I felt like there was there was some mis- missed potential for him in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, and we want to know a little bit more about him and how it how he even how it even happened. Do you know what I mean? What he did afterwards with it and everything. I mean, that's the sort of thing we could do with a you know a Marvel special presentation one shot about Isaiah Bradley. I mean, animate it even that'd be cool, wouldn't it? An Isaiah Bradley animated one off. Hour long show. That's it. A, yeah. a, a Disney Plus special. I'd watch it. I'd watch that. Uh, we've got Danny Ramirez returning as Joaquin Torres. Joaquin Tor- Torres. Okay. Uh, from who was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
Um, I can't remember what, what the character was. Was that the guy who he gave him his wings and was like, oh yeah, if you can fix them up, keep them, or whatever? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes. So, we might see him coming as the Falcon now. Yep. Um, and then we've got Shira Haas, who will be playing Sabra, uh, an Israeli superhero. Yeah. I've seen that. Sabra is also a brand of hummus. Do, do we think... Do we think it's... <laughs> that's going to be important to the story? She, yeah, her superpower is that she can squirt hummus out of her hands. Out of her hands! That's what I meant! Out of her hands! Is she Marvel's answer to the condiment king? <laughs> yes! Cool. <laughs> and it's better because it's hummus, not ketchup and mustard. No, Sabra in the comics is... Um... Like, she can fly and super strength and shoot stuff out of her hands, I believe. Um, I believe she's... A- I believe she's an actual mutant. I thought she was a new creation for the MCU. No. So, uh, she's an Israeli super heroine appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Um, oh, yeah. That's right, you her are. alter ego is Ruth Bat Seraph. So, be quite cool to see. She fought the Hulk at one point. I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> I know. Everyone's fought the Hulk. He just goes on a bit of a bender. Then, the Marvels, uh, featuring Iman Inva- Im- Vilar. Villani, Brie, Brie Larson and Tiana Paris all coming back um, so it's uh, Monica Rambeau because she's somehow got some sort of superpowers yeah and I think they showed uh, a clip so, of this as well so it'll be exciting to see what her powers yeah, Monica are. Rambeau got her powers in WandaVision yes and they seem to be energy based yeah, but we haven't seen too much of it, have we? Really? No, there, there was a bit. Um, there was a bit of the, her using her powers. It looked. A, it did look a bit similar to obviously the sort of energy that um, Captain Marvel uses. Yeah. But obviously, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau. I feel like that's going to be a great trio. And the biggest announcement out of all D twenty three, in my opinion, in the Marvels, it will feature the return of Goose the Cat. Okay. Do you know the cat that scratched um, Fury's eye out? Still alive? I guess it's not a cat, is it? It's not a cat. It's just some <laughs> big squid monster in a cat skin. Yeah. But okay. that's odd. It's a flurkin. That's the. It's a flurkin. The fact they have added that into the announcement has got to mean something. Do you know what I mean? Um. It no, it doesn't. It <laughs> he does. doesn't have He's to mean anything. To. They're not just. Go- they're not going to make a big thing like. And it means the return of Goose the Cat. So I, I reckon they're just going to walk around with a flurkin and just be like, "Yeah, that's how they test out who's a scroll." So I wonder what Goose the Cat has been up to <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> Eating scrolls. So 
Yeah, like Ma- he he was last seen throwing up the tesseract. Uh, yeah. And so has has Fury had him since? Has Fury kept Goose? No. Uh, Miss Mar- uh Captain Marvel did, didn't she? Well, yeah, and then as as... and then she went to space. At the at the post credits of Captain Marvel, Goose can't come to space. What? Goose can't go to space. In the post credits of Captain Marvel, Goose was with Nick Fury. After Captain Marvel had gone back to space, Goose was with Nick Fury, throwing up the Tesseract. See, you're invested in wondering what Goose has been up to and how he's back with the Marvels. Well, I'm sure... You're invested. We'll find out in the Disney Plus original 12-part series, Goose. Um, And then probably the biggest announcement in terms of Marvel. Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts and giving us a full cast. My issue with this... Some surprises... David Harbour. David Harbour's the big one, yeah. Wait, I'm glad he's back because I thought his character was great in Black Widow. Ghost, I thought was quite surprising. Ghost, I had seen rumoured. The bit, the bit, the biggest one I thought the biggest surprise was the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Actually, be being in. He's it. the only one on there who is a you know a good guy. He's one of the heroes. Now, yeah, I would class him as an anti-hero then. Um, but so, so looking at the picture, if we go left to right, so on the far left, I didn't know who that was at first. I what picture are you looking at? Because I haven't got. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the picture they released. Okay, there we go. I've I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Um, so is is that not Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine? It is. Um, who is the person that? So, so that's who's been recruiting everyone. Uh, didn't expect her, but didn't expect her to be an actual member of the Thunderbolts, uh, unless she's just on the artwork. She's no, so, doing the admin. So they announced that the group will include Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who's obviously uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, Red Guardian. Which is David Hart. So wait, let's go back to Val. I think she she said to call her in one of the films in in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, Val. What 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 does she have powers? Do we think is she is she like a hand to hand combat expert? I reckon she was a Valkyrie. A Valkyrie. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So pulled that out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so on. Thor always calls Valkyrie Valkyrie. Valkyrie Val. Her name's not actually Valkyrie, she just was a Valkyrie. Okay. We just know her as Valkyrie. We don't what's her actual name? We don't know. I, I don't know. Does she have one? Well she must do, because her name's not Valkyrie. She just was a Valkyrie. Yeah. So he always calls her Val. Her name's actually Contessa. I get, I get the Valentine a bit, but maybe she's a Valkyrie. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. It's not the most far-fetched thing. I, yeah, no, I maybe. There is a, there is a link. Maybe she's a scroll. Maybe she's a Valkyrie scroll. <laughs> maybe she's a Valkyrie scroll. Yeah. Um. 
obviously David Harbour, I, I'm happy because I want to see more of him and his character's Red Guardian because I thought it was funny and I like the character and I like David Harbour. Yeah. Um, Ghost. Go- Ghost I, at I'm the ha- end of um, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was slightly reformed, wasn't she? I can't really remember how that film ends. Yeah, I want to know how she's kind of got her into this little group. Yeah, well, I, you know, none of them, none of, none of these people will think they're bad guys. That's part of the thing, isn't it? They're like, they're anti-heroes who think they're doing the right thing. I mean, David Harbour, uh, Red Guardian probably is just it, like, you know, hot fuck it. it it's, it's probably more that they're being, they're being lied to and sent on a mission. They think they're, they think they're doing the right thing. They're going to find out two thirds of the way through the film that, oh, actually, they're wanting us to do this dodgy shit and then they're going to rebel against. Yeah. Or some um, of them are. There's going to be, there's going to be a f- split in the group. There's going but... to be a fracture. We're going to get, we're going to get Ghost fighting Taskmaster. We're going to get Bucky fighting US Agent. And we're going to get uh, Red Guardian fighting, uh, Elena. Elena, that's her name. And and we've just got Contessa Val. Con- Contessa uh, is going to be doing the just admin. Just sat outside drinking wine. Yep. Um, but didn't ghost po- ghosts' powers get removed? He had to be cure. Yeah. Well, she didn't phase once towards end at film. We'll we'll see after that again. You know, we'll just we'll write in a line that the other developed a suit that lets her do it, but doesn't like it. It it. Yeah. Stabilizes her, but also lets her use her powers. US agent, I just, I really don't care. I hate the character. I hate him. I mean, I just, yeah, I, he's he's I a it. shitty person. No, I just hate the character as well. I just, I just can't stand it. Watching it in Falcon Winter Soldier, I'm like, please die. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I cannot stand the. I just can't stand him. And I think he plays the character so well because I think the character's meant to be this like definition of an anti-hero like thinks he's doing well but he's just such a prick yeah um taskmaster i am quite surprised at task taskmaster has a lot of potential though taskmaster has some great potential um i i was disappointed i i like black widow black widow's a great film i was disappointed at taskmaster in black widow but there wasn't more because yeah, I I wanted to see some more distinct fighting styles come out. That they they didn't make enough of a thing about how Taskmaster uses mimics fighting styles, style. mimics other fighting styles, and so that's what I want to see. I want to see some bits that are some bits that are obviously Spider Man, and some bits that are obviously I don't know, Hulk probably doesn't work as well, but. You know what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. I want to see it look more, more unique, more more distinctive um, of a of an ability that they uh, they use these other fighting styles, the other people's styles. Obviously, we've got Yelena, Black Widow. Yelena's uh, great. She's now Black Widow. I'm never going to complain about Yelena. Yelena's great. She was great in uh, in Hawkeye. Yeah. She was great in. Black Widow. Black Widow. She was, she was just. She's just great. Yeah, looking forward to seeing seeing more Yelena. Yeah, definitely. And then, at Winter Soldier, I just don't know what to think. 
Like how he well, how he got here? Like I said, Cause... you know, but he's he's been recruited by a government agency. He's probably trying to. He, he thinks he's but he's friends with Captain America. He thinks he's working for the good guys now, doesn't he? Well, yeah. Um, my question is: Did they really need three super soldiers? Well, <laughs> did was that necessary? That's the thing, isn't it? So. It's like the joking Suicide Squad. But there's a lot of them who are just, they are good fighters. In fact, all of them other than Ghost don't have any visually unique yeah. powers. Valmite. Yeah, but when, she, when she, a Pegasus turns up. When a Pegasus turns up and she turns into a scroll and the Pegasus turns into a green Pegasus. <laughs> she's got a, she's got a <laughs> Pegascroll. She's got a, she's got a Pegascroll. She's no, got no, a no, Pegascroll. She's not. Go- she's <laughs> she's not going to Pegascroll. She has a Pegascroll. Um, but no, it's 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 going to be a very. That is one thing I'm quite excited for. The fact that it is basically three super soldiers, two fighters, and a phaser. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a very stunt, a very uh, stunty fights choreography based film i'm hoping possibly but you know I mean, you... they might ju- they might just be a film full of, um it would talking. be good to have a bit more variation in the power sets i wonder do you think this is do you think this is it do you think there's more to be announced do you think we're going to get a red hulk um, what I was going to say... Do you think we're going to get is... an abomination? I was thinking Ghost Rider. Everyone wants Ghost Rider Wait, back. I like go, Ghost go, Rider if, if Ghost Rider comes back, if we get a new Ghost Rider, it's going to be in Blade. Uh, when is the Thunderbolts and when is Blade? That's the question. I don't know. Um, is the answer I had a thing up of all the dates and I've not got it up anymore okay here we go so Blade is November the 3rd 2023 and Thunderbolts is July 2024 so I don't think we're getting Ghost Rider in Thunderbolts I would like to uh, John uh, Bernfell as Punisher Possibly. Wasn't... I feel like Deadpool should be in there somewhere. So waiting for Deadpool to show up in in the final episode of She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, wasn't Elektra in the Thunderbolts? She might have been in... You know, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of different Thunderbolts teams yeah. like Rise of Avengers yeah. teams. Um, Red Hulk's always been there. Um, but yeah, I reckon very possibly. I think Scar has been in. Oh, it was he might have been in the Dark Avengers? Um, who is Hulk's son, born on Sakaar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of looks like the Garrick, like he's the Hulk's heading back to Sakaar at the minute because yeah. they've got a message for him. So. Do you think he's? Yeah, because it that it were the the Grandmaster's party ship, weren't it? Well, it it was it was a Sakarian ship. It looked like his party ship. It... 
no, it, it, he he did say it was a, a a messenger ship. So, so you know maybe yeah. was was so there's a chance Scarsh could be showing up, but maybe, I, maybe Valkyrie gave birth to Hulk. I I hoped for years that we were gonna uh, get John Hurt doing doing the voice for. I mean William Hurt, John Hurt too. John yeah, Hurt. <laughs> I feel like that's too much of a mystical yeah. voice. <laughs> um, I I hoped for years we were going to get William Hurt doing a voice for Red Hulk. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen now. Um, but you know there are plenty of people who could turn into a Hulk. What What are the odds of uh, Electra coming into the eighteen episode Daredevil series? I mean, they've got enough episodes to do it. I don't think she will. Really? I don't think she will. Not, yeah. I think I Electra. I think is one of the best. I think there's like... more chance of Jessica Jones turning up. Maybe that's just because I want Jessica Jones to turn up. <laughs> more super soldiers. She's not a super soldier. I mean, yeah, she's she's super strong, but also super drunk. <laughs> That is the best part of her, but no, Electra with the size. I just always, I just think it's always sick. But and then Jessica, Jessica Jones never, you know, she, she, she might be super strong, but she's not like a fighty fighty superhero. She's the the private investigator angle takes precedent. She yeah. uses, she uses her super strength to aid her in her investigations more than in fights. Yeah. You know how many how many episodes of Jessica Jones featured her just pulling a padlock off? I think most of them. That seems to what? be her number one ability is to be able to bypass padlocks. I reckon Helmet Zemo in the Thunderbolts. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it it was a bit it was a bit bland in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought. What about in the Thunderbolts? Justin Hammer. Um, yeah, maybe but... he's actually invented something that works for once. But <laughs> I would like Justin Hammer to start <laughs> in the Thunderbolts. You know how uh, in the first Suicide Squad film, Whiplash is there just <laughs> yeah. just to die early on to show you that there's stakes. That should be Justin Hammer in the like Thunderbolts, the, uh, like the Weasel. Yeah, that's the best part of that film. <laughs> is that, what's what's it called? It's called Weasel. Is it called Weasel? Yeah. <laughs> the best part of that film is Weasel for like five minutes and then just drowning. Weasel, played by uh, Sean Gunn, who is James Gunn's brother and also plays Kraglin in Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that James Gunn's brother? Yeah, he, he plays Kraglin and he does the mocap for Rocket. Wait, right, so we say the um, thing he doesn't do his own mocap. Bradley Cooper, no. He doesn't do his own... Lazy bastard. Nope. Lazy bastard. Wait, so how is he, how is he being a thingy and doing the mocap for Rocket? When, what about when they're in a scene together? He's just quickly taking it off and stepping to one side, like, putting it back on and then being Rocket again. Um, No, no they probably do more than one take, Ben. <laughs> no, so it's not just like an every, ebony and ivory thing. An ebony and ivory thing. Yeah. Why are you bringing race into this? What? No. 
That's what it's called, isn't it? Where they wear like half a suit and half a dress, and it's like. <laughs> that's what that is. I'm sure it is. No, I'm, I'm sure that's no, where that's, the song comes from. That's when you've got good news and bad news. You wear the. <laughs> Like, right, this this side's gonna give you the good news. No, it's it's a community yeah. reference, don't worry about it. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Have you not watched community, Ben? No. Watch community. Is it good? Yeah. Um is that the animated Six seasons one? in a movie? No, it's not animated. It's not animated, but it's Dan it's Dan Harmon before he did Rick and Morty doing a live action sitcom. But there are such. This is what I was saying earlier about the importance of Dan Harmon's uh, storytelling abilities. There, there is such. You can, you can, you can feel the Rick and Morty DNA in this live-action sitcom, which is something I never expected. But I just his method to... of storytelling. I need to watch this season of Rick and Morty. You do, and you need to watch all of Community, uh, because <laughs> and I need to start to... watching uh, the Rings of Power. There's um, so in in Community, there's something that that gets said a few times is six seasons in a movie, uh, which is always referencing other other shows. Um, I think it's it was talking about a show called The Cape that was cancelled after like one series, but yeah, six seasons in a movie. Uh, became a bit of a a bit of a running joke for community and the fans took it on as their own uh mantra six seasons in a movie and community was cancelled after six seasons and so it's movie. it's been a thing for a while that the fans wanted it to get six seasons in a movie and recently, Dan Harmon has said that it is happening, and it's a case of when and not if, and everyone's on board. It's going to happen. So yeah, what, you need to watch Community. There's going to be a community movie. There's going to be a community movie. It's going to get six seasons in a movie. Right. So yeah, but watch I Community. Think... It's on uh, TV. So there you go, that's all the D23 announcements done. Uh, is there anything you've been watching or reading or playing that you just want to give a quick shout out to and recommend to others? I tend to, I think one thing I do tend to do is I find shows that were popular 10 years ago or games that were popular quite a while ago on previous platforms and I just kind of fall in love with them again or fall in love with them like 10 years too late. One thing I've been watching and the show is actually, I'm kind of hooked on it, is Californication. Okay, that's that's a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. It is. It's a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. That's all I know. But it's based on a writer um, living in um, California, going full through how Californian life is and 
the madness that goes on in LA because it's just a crazy place. It's got David Duchovny in. Okay. Um, and it's actually a really good show. I just started watching it. It's on Paramount Plus, um, and I'm on season three now. Like I am watching it all the time, and I'm really enjoying it. And then, as I said before, I'm just playing things like L.A. Noir. Um, I've just started playing Life is Strange, Strange, the remastered, which is really cool because it's quite an older game. But it's a really good game, and the storytelling aspect of it, and the choices. I feel like it was probably one of the first massive choice-dependent games that came out. In a in a in a story based way, if you know what I mean. Oh no, they'd done previous because that Heavy Rain was before that. Do you know what? I've I've never played Heavy Rain, and I don't know how I've not. I really want to play it. No, I haven't played Heavy Rain, but I did but play. Appar- I did play the other really, one that really they good. did uh, with uh, Detroit Become yeah. Human. That's really good. That is really good. I have played that. But I really want to play Heavy Rain because apparently that is a really, really good game. And I think sometimes, because obviously I stream a lot of Warzone and that sort of thing, a lot of FPS games, and I think sometimes it's kind of nice just to have one of those games that's not just action all the t- all the time, a bit of story in it, you kind of get hooked on the story as well. One of those games that you just can't stop playing because of the fact you want to know what happens in the story. And I think, like, and you'll probably agree with me on this, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. That is a brilliant story. And I remember you said one thing to me, and it was very unlike you. Because you're one of these people that will try and do as, as many side quests when they're available as possible, so that you don't have to go back and do them later. You leave story. But you said to me... You was going through to find the story. I was, yeah, that that's true. I always i i i do all the side quests that I can, and then I'll do the story mission. And if that unlocks more side quests, I'll do all those before I do the next story mission. But yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, I was absolutely hooked on the story. And I think that's it. It shows a game. Do you know what I mean? Where a game is completely changing how you would actually play game of that format yeah because the story and the gameplay of it is hooking you so much you're just like on one mission and i think i remember the mission that i did zero side quests in and it's spoilers obviously if you've not played the game not big spoilers but when you go to it you ha- you do a mission and they tell you to go to this big tower and you climb all the way up this tower and you actually get answers for the first time in the game. Yeah, that that is, that, that is the one where I was I was sat uh, literally on the edge of my seat. I was just so immersed in it. I was invested. I and like felt the emotions that she was feeling Uh, yeah it was a great game i don't think i've ever played a game that i connected with the protagonist that much felt the emotion and could not like stop because i needed the story ones that probably came close were assassin's creed 
They were the only ones. Do you know when you yeah. get into the end of like the OG Assassin's Creed games, like Revelations and Assassin's Creed 3, when you get into the end and you're unlocking answers about what's actually happening, those sort of moments. But that game was doing those moments the whole way through. Yeah. Um, so I've just started watching today. I don't know if you've seen any of her stuff before. Philomena Kunk. Excuse me? Philomena Kunk. Um, one more time, sorry. Philomena Kunk. Okay. She's a, she's a character played by Diane Morgan. Has just released Kunk on Earth. It's kind of, it's series two. Series one was Kunk on Britain. And she also did a special, which I think was Kunk on Shakespeare. Right, you're making these up now. I am sorry, you have to be making this up. Kunk on Britain. Go to BBC iPlayer, watch Kunk on Earth. Uh, the other thing I've just started watching, I've watched one episode, is Dharma on Netflix. It's... I've heard things about this, um, and I'll, I'm going to start watching it because I was very interested. So it's uh, it's a drama, it's the story of Jeffrey Dharma, and he's being played by Evan Peters. I watched one episode yesterday and found it very unnerving, which, okay. you know, is what they're going for. It, it's... Sort of it's thing that cool. makes you feel uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. But so you I've can't only stop watched watching it. I've only watched one episode so far, um, and then to as, as a bit of a pick me up, I watched an episode of Wild Babies on Netflix, which is also adorable. That so is they're great. My, they're my recommendations. That is great. Wild Babies is great. All I want, all I want, just last thing on Wild Babies. All I want is David Attenborough to release another classic David Attenborough nature show dude frozen planet 2's just started on bbc fuck it, off it, yeah it's on iplayer bye like how did how did you not know if that's what you want that it's there i mean it's frozen planet though frozen planet 2 like i love frozen planet but i like my ones that i loved are like the jungle ones the amazon and things like that they're, they're, they're... The, the best one I've seen is Life. In fact, I, I bought that on Blu-ray. I liked it so much. So good. Is that the one where the little lizard runs across the water like Jesus? Yes, it does. So there we go. You can go and watch Frozen Planet 2. Uh, is, is there anything else? Shall we? Let's sign off. So thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email notnpod at gmail.com. You can also message us on Twitter. We are at news of the nerd and obviously if you want to watch gaming streams you can follow us on or follow me on superior trick on twitch yeah i won't do that <laughs>